Hello friends, my name is Prashant and I am 6 years old. Maybe you already know that. So today I am going to read you The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. Chapter 2. The story will have to wait. At then At that time, none of us really really believed in the time machine. The time traveler was one of those men who are too clever to be believed. There was a suspicious air about suspicious air about him. There was a suspicious air about him. Things that would have been the mark of a less clever man seemed like smooth tricks in his hands. It's a, it is a mistake to do things too easily. Even the serious people who took him seriously never felt sure about his mannerisms. So none of us brought up the subject of time traveling between this Thursday and the next all to the things that it could make possible came to all our minds. I had been wondering about the trick of the model <coughs> that I discussed this I discussed with the medical man on Friday. He had seen something similar once and believed it had something to do with the blowing out of the candle. But how the trick was done could not explain. Next Thursday I went again to Richmond Richmond. There were several men already in the drawing room. It's half past seven, said the medical man. We'd better have dinner. Where's I said naming our host. He will be delayed and he and had asked everyone to start dinner if he didn't return by seven. Said he explained when he comes, <clears throat> said the medical, the medical man informed me. The editor of a well-known paper was eager for dinner, so the doctor rang the bell. <clears throat> Sat down the dinner. Me, the psychologist, the medical man, a man called Plank, the editor, a certain journalist, and a bearded shy man. <clears throat> Everyone wondered about allowed about the time traveler's absence and I half joking suggested he was time traveling. The editor who had not been to the previous dinner did that explain and in the middle of the explanation the door opened. Hello I said it at last Good heavens what's the matter? The medical man said when when is the water side he was the time Allah got his coat dirty smeared with green when his face paled expression expression grave as as if he had been suffering for a long time of suffering a long time his hair seemed to have grayed a little he entered the room walking with a limb which I think I only only I noticed we stared in silence, waiting for him to speak, but he didn't say a word. Approaching the table painfully, he signaled from some wine. For some wine, the editor filled a glass of champagne, and the time traveler drained it. Some color returned to his cheeks, and that old smile flickered his on his lips. Finally, he spoke. I'm going to wash and dress, then I'll come down and start and and. I'll come then I'll come down and explain things. Save me some food. I'm starving.
and washed his feet as he went out. He had nothing on them but a pair of tattered, blood-stained socks. As the door closed, remarkable behavior of an eminent scientist, the editor said, thinking obviously in headlines. And this brought my attention back to the bright dinner table. What's he playing at? asked the journalist. Everyone was still recovering from the surprise. <coughs> After a while, the editor returned to his plate with a grin and dinner was resumed. Conversation revolved around a host's sudden appearance. <coughs> I am certain it's this business of the time machine, I said. The editor found it incredible and took to me making jokes. Well, don't they have any clothes? close brushes in the future the journalist wouldn't believe me would, would not believe me either and joined the editor in ridiculing the whole thing he was still making fun when the time traveler came back he was just an ordinary evening clothes and only his one outfit reminded me of the surprise he had Given us all. I hear the editor joke that you've been traveling into the middle of the next week. The time traveler smiled, smiled quietly and said nothing, getting ready to eat. But the editor was impatient for the story. The story will have to wait, said the time traveler. And he didn't say another word till there was some food in his stomach again. Have you been time traveling? I asked after a while. His mouth full, the time traveler nodded his head. The rest of the dinner was uncomfort- uncomfortable. There were questions pressing in all our minds, but our host devoted his attention fully to his meal and displaying a powerful appetite. I must apologize, <laughs> the time traveler said at last. Or simply starving. He had a most amazing time, but his wasn't a story to be told over greasy plates. We moved into the adjoining room. Have you told blank dash and chose about the machine? He asked me, naming the three new guests. But it sounds illogical, said the ed- editor. The time traveler was too tired to argue but wanted to tell the story badly. Most of it will sound like lying, he warned. But every word of it was true. I've lived eight days, he said, such as days as no human being has ever lived before. And with this, the time traveler began his story. After making us promise we wouldn't interrupt, his voice was weary. But as the story progressed, his face expressions intensified. Now and then we glanced at one another, but soon we were looking only at the time traveler's face. Mm-hmm.